the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Christmas Eve 2017. God's grace, God's mercy, and God's peace. Sometimes God comes very loudly, and sometimes God comes very quietly, but God does come. The prophet Elijah had reached the bottom rung. God had come loudly on Mount Carmel. He had devoured the sacrifice and the altar. He had killed 850 prophets of Ashtoreth and Baal. It was the highest moment in Elijah's life. And after 200 years of wandering away from God, they begin to turn back to him. No sooner does God come loudly on that mountain in the great fire than a messenger comes to Elijah within an hour after that event. And he says to Elijah, run fast, Elijah, for Jezebel comes to take your life. And after such a loud visitation by God, Elijah finds himself running into the wilderness, throwing up his hands in despair. And he says to God, take my life before Jezebel takes my life. You take my life and bring me back to you. I am tired of the fight, is what Elijah was saying. I am tired of the fight. And God says to Elijah, Rest yourself, eat the food the angels shall bring, and then go to Mount Horeb. I will show myself to you on the mountain. And Elijah goes to the mountain of the Lord, and God says, Stand ye forth on the mountain. I will present myself to you. And then the Bible records 1 Kings 19. There came a great and powerful wind. It tore the mountains apart and shattered the rocks before the Lord. And Elijah said, surely God is in this wind. But God was not in the wind. And after the wind, there was an earthquake and it tore the mountains apart and shattered the rocks. But the Lord was not in the earthquake. And after the earthquake came a fire, but the Lord was not in the fire. And after the fire, as Elijah stood there, there came a gentle whisper into the ear of Elijah. And when Elijah heard the gentle whisper, he pulled his cloak over his face because he knew he stood in God's presence. Sometimes God comes loudly and sometimes he comes Quietly. Pastor Shah read the account, Luke chapter 2. 
How quiet an evening there outside of Bethlehem 2,000 years ago. There is no noise save the bleeding of sheep. And there is no light save the millions of stars overhead. And all of a sudden, one angel comes. One angel. And when the angel comes, God forgets to close the door of heaven. And the light of heaven itself shines forth from behind the angel. And the angel says... Fear not, you are terrified. You see the presence of God. You see the light of God. Be not afraid. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. Every other account in the Bible, there is one angel or two angels or three angels that appear when he rises from the dead, two angels. When Abraham is visited, three angels. But not this event. God shall be loud with this event. He brings a whole choir of angels. And they cover the Judean skies. And they sing forth the praises and the presence and the glory of God. Sometimes he comes loudly and sometimes he comes quietly. Thirty-three years later, there will be a mountain named Golgotha. And on that mountain, this babe of Bethlehem will meet his death. He will be crucified. When the crucifixion starts, it is loud. The voice of men making it loud. His enemies mocking and deriding him, cursing him. Come off the cross and believe in you. And those dying on either side of him, they echo the voice of the enemy. Yes, Jesus, you who proclaim yourself the Son of God, come down, save yourself and us. But after that, it become very, very quiet. There are three people dying. And when people are dying, it is very, very quiet. We could go Silver Cross Hospital, entering the room. Terry and Brenda Miller, their two boys, their wives, surrounding the bedside of Eric. And I've never heard such a deep quiet that was in that room. Five hours quiet. And then it is time for God to make an announcement. In Elijah's day, he was not in the earthquake, the wind, or the fire. But it shall be different this time. Because the Bible says when Jesus is about to die, it becomes dark as midnight at noonday. And the Bible says an earthquake came and shook the mountain, and the rocks are smashed apart. And the curtain in the temple, as heavy as it was, is torn apart by the hand of God. It is God making an announcement. He made it at the creation when he said, Let there be light, and 186,000 miles a second light shines forth from the mouth of God. 
It shall come when this baby is born. God shall make a loud announcement with heaven open and the angels appearing. And 33 years later, for the last time, God will make a loud appearance. So loud that the thief next to him says, Truly, you're the Son of God. Remember me when you come into your kingdom. So loud in appearance by God that the Roman centurion in charge of the four soldiers executing him said, Truly, this was the Son of God. So loud that Nicodemus, a member of the Sanhedrin who had voted for his execution, he comes out of the closet and he says, I'm a follower of him. Truly, this is the Son of God. Joseph of Arimathea, a wealthy man, risking his business and his reputation. He says, I want Christ's body. I want it buried in my tomb. Loud did God come when his son is born and when his son dies. But no greater loudness than three days later. And the tomb is empty. God has come to me often in these last 365 days. He has come to you often. He came to you quietly and he came to you loudly. Did you hear his voice? When he came quiet, did you know it was him? When he came loud, did you know it was him? When the baby was born, was that a quiet celebration or was that a loud celebration? When you got the engagement ring a month ago, was that a quiet celebration or was that intensely loud celebration? When you saw the doctor two weeks ago and he said the chemotherapy has worked, the cancer, I do not see it, it's in remission or it's gone, did you just kind of shrug your shoulders and say... Or was that a loud celebration? Your great-grandpa went to that college. So did your grandpa. So did your dad. And when you got the letter that said you're being admitted in the fall, is that a loud celebration? You threw the game-winning a touchdown pass. You got a 30 on the ACT. You had a job, but you were growing tired of it. And God opens up a new job. Was that a quiet celebration? Or was it loud? Did you know it was God? Ten lepers cleansed, nine didn't really realize it was God. This went on their way. You're one of his children, so am I. When that thing happens... When that blessing happened the last 365 days, did you know it was God? Was your spiritual math sufficient for your first thought to be, this is God? Sometimes he comes loudly, wants to know if you hear his voice. Sometimes he comes quietly. Pastor Sauer and I 
are usually asked to come when storms are going on in your life. And when storms are going on in your life, there are not loud celebrations, people. There is intense quiet. There is intense quiet. I've lost my job. I'm 57 years of age. I don't know what I'm going to do. The test results came back. They said it is cancer and Dear, we're going to have to foreclose on the house when storms come. It's very, very quiet. Satan brings a storm. Second Samuel fourteen. God is present in the storm. I think the one thing that touches Pastor Shower's heart and mine the most is when we come into the storms in your life. We bump into something all the time that we don't expect to see. We expect to see anger and loud cries and screams and fists shaken at people and at God. And in almost 40 years in the ministry, I do not see it amongst God's people. I see a peace that I could never imagine would be there. And though I've seen it a hundred times and a hundred times and a hundred times, I am always astonished when I see it. And I always want to take off my shoes because I know I'm walking on holy grounds. I know the reason that that peace is there in the midst of this nightmare. God himself has come. God himself has come. What is this the Christmas of? You will label this one. Christmas 2017. What is this the Christmas of? Christmas of the first year I was married. Christmas of the baby. What is this Christmas of? Granddaughter broke her leg three days ago. All of a sudden this Christmas will be labeled that. What label does this Christmas bear? Is it a label of great joy? Is it a label of great sorrow? The angel Gabriel said to Mary, call him Jesus, he'll save his people from their sins. God said to the angels, call him Emmanuel which means God with us. What title will Christmas 2017 bear? Whatever is going on in your life, Emmanuel, babe of Bethlehem, God is with you, and God is with us. There's always one family that leaps out at me every Christmas. So it was at 5 p.m. today. 
back pew, this side, Terry and Brenda Miller. 31-year-old son dies a week ago. Where are they on Christmas Eve? In this place, in this sanctuary. Why do they have the power or desire to be here? Because they know beyond a shadow of a doubt their son rests in God's bosom. Because of the babe of Bethlehem. And why are they here, the parents? Because of what I just said. God comes quietly with a peace and a strength that they themselves do not know where it comes from. But it has come from God. God be with you tonight and tomorrow in the days and weeks and months to come. God be with you. Because he is Emmanuel, the God who is with his children forever and forever throughout all eternity. A blessed Christmas, the baby Jesus has come in our Lord's powerful name. Amen. Would you rise as we pray? Lord, when it's loud because the blessing is so great, may I be like the one leper who knew it was you. And when a storm so intense comes into my life that I can barely breathe, help me to remember who's walking on the water. Help me to remember who's in the boats. Help me to remember who was born that I might live. Help me to remember the cross and the empty tomb. Because if I have that power, that love, and that wisdom directed to me in the midst of the storm, then I shall be fine. Because the one in you is stronger than the one in the world. I shall be fine. And so will all of your children in our Savior's risen, powerful name. Amen. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.